we say amazing things at funerals and we do amazing things at funerals, but we sometimes we don't do it in advance. And I think that that's something that's pretty powerful and I love the concept. I, I just, I can't even put into words how grateful I am for everything that she did for me. Oh my God, yes. I'm so glad you two did this. And, you know, every day is not a guarantee. We are the pallbearers of positivity. She knows her worth and her value. And she doesn't let anybody walk over that in any kind of way. I have behaved myself. I have done everything I'm supposed to, and it's still not enough. You're there. Like, there is nothing more to achieve. Like, right now, you are the person that you thought you wanted to be in your obituary. Like, you're already that woman. Y'all are amazing. I'm obsessed with the both of you. Welcome to your funeral. Hello, 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 and welcome to Your Funeral, episode two. Um, for our podcast today, we invited someone who is such a lovely, vibrant, just magical, I think, uh, part of our community. Um, you notice, I think, maybe unintentionally, I don't know, the first two people we've chosen, Siobhan and now Tarsha Joyner, uh, are both people who we notice just kind of give, give, giving to other people all the time. So uh, that doesn't mean those are the only people worthy to be celebrated. I think everyone deserves um, to have to attend their own funeral. Um, but that's where we started because they really kind of rose to the top for us. And um, Mrs. Joy or Tarsha Joyner um, has a very, very special place in Virginia's heart and life. And I mean, and mine as well, because yes, in everybody's is just amazing. There's a reason Virginia's here. But, and I will try anything and I love trying new things, but Miss Joy's banana pudding has been the staple comfort food in my world for many, many years. So much so that when Miss Joy posts that she has banana pudding ready, pretty much everyone in Lynchburg sends me a message <laughs> to let me know that there's banana pudding there so that I can go get it or send a minion to go get it. Because there is no way that on a day that she's made fresh banana pudding that I'm not going to have it. Also, I'll eat her banana pudding frozen. That's just a side note. Uh, it's also <laughs> delicious. It does not like make it any worse when you freeze it. It's just there's something about the fresh made that makes me happy. So one day in May 2021, was it 2021 already? Yeah. yeah. Um, I had been feeling a little bit rough. I hadn't been eating a whole lot, just been off. And my husband kept telling me I needed to go to the doctor. And I kept saying, no, I'm okay. And then I finally went to the doctor and most of my blood work came back okay. And then he sent it out. And this is where we are. So my blood work had been sent out. I wasn't feeling that great, um, but I was going to wait for my blood work to get back. And my husband called and said, Miss Joy has banana pudding. And I said, oh, okay. And he said, what? And I said, no, Miss Joy has, you know, it's okay. Like, and he said, well, don't you want me to go get some? And I said, no, nah, like, I'm not really feeling it today. And he was startled because A, I love food and B, I've never not wanted Miss Joy's pudding. I just said pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Real Southern. People who know removed the G from the end and just, yeah, you know, pudding. Pudding. I'm pudding. Um, that's, that was funny. Um, but so my husband was a little mortified and I was just too tired and like just too not feeling good. And I didn't really notice that that was a big thing. He, however, did. Uh, and he promptly came home and said, I'm taking you to the emergency room. And I said, why? He said, you didn't want Miss Joy's banana pudding. And I said, but I mean, 
He's like, no, something's like, you must be dying. Something is wrong with you if you do not want Miss Joy's banana pudding. Like, that's just it. Uh, it sounds like her hyperbole, but it's not. It's really not. It literally took her to the emergency room um, because we, she didn't want yeah. banana pudding. Yeah. <laughs> we got in the car, uh, went to the emergency room, and I was in acute sepsis. Uh, my liver was uh, malfunctioning. My kidneys were malfunctioning. Pretty much my entire body was literally shutting down. And I almost died. And had we not gone there that evening, I would not be here doing this podcast, which is another reason why Welcome to Your Funeral is very important to us, um, is that I'm not dead. <laughs> Aren't you lucky? Um, but Miss Joy is pretty much 100% the reason that I'm not dead. Well, her and my husband's knowing me so very well that if the rejection of banana pudding happened, I literally must be dying. Um, and he was correct. I mean, I exaggerate and, you know, I might be a little dramatic here and there, but there is no drama when it comes to Miss Joy's banana pudding. It is just what I want all the time. Like, even if you've had like Hobbit style four breakfasts, I'm going to eat Miss Joy's banana pudding as a fifth breakfast or an eighth dinner or whatever number meal I'm about to shove in my face. If banana pudding is offered and it is from Miss Joy's, it is going in my stomach unless I'm dying. And now I'm not dying which is awesome. But that is one of the reasons that we picked Tarsha as this special person, because even if she didn't know it previously, when the crazy lady calls about banana pudding, she now knows that this crazy lady would not be alive if it was not for her and her amazing banana pudding. All right. So today on Welcome to Your Funeral, we have an actual celebrity. <laughs> like a for real one. Wait, <laughs> Look, just look at your little camera there. That's you. Um, so we have Tarsha Joyner, um, who, as I said, is internationally known. To rock the microphone. Also known to rock the microphone. <laughs> I, was, I was like, come on, we can't not do that. Date ourselves? You um, she has been known to rock a microphone. She is Tarsha Joyner. So tell us a little bit about your international celebrity before we get started. Yeah. So people can find you in all of your episodes that you've been on. Okay, so... The episodes that I actually watch are on Hulu because they're free. Right. Even though it's me, I still won't pay to watch myself on Prime. But if you choose to pay that $3, I don't because that's how cheap I am. I mean, we ain't making no money. But um, the ones that are on Prime, I think, are the Christmas Cookie Challenge and Dessert Games. The ones that are on Hulu are... Project Bakeover. Um, we were season one, episode one. And I then, didn't see that one. Yes, girl. We were the best. The Obviously. first and the best. And then there is, um, right now, because it's Halloween, there's the Halloween Gingerbread Ch- Championship. Okay. And we were the episode where aliens attack. Oh, when, my. When aliens attack. Okay. And then um, there is the recent thing, Crime Scene Kitchen. Oh, right. right. We love yeah. That's, I think that's my favorite. Well, I don't know. Project Bakeover. I felt like by the time those people left the shop, they were like family. I loved Aww. them all. Yeah. We still keep in contact. Um, but Crime Scene Kitchen, um, when I left there, I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to see nobody. I just don't bother me. Not even the cute Asian girls? Oh, well, yeah, I do love them. They were fun. <laughs> <laughs> Steph and Cherry. I was calling them Steph and Carrie by the end of the year. But, and Christy, I love my mm-hmm. daughter, but Obviously. everybody else is like. Mm-hmm. You'd had enough by the time it was over? It was like, it was like PTSD. That's the only Sorry. reason. Yeah. <laughs> was it that stressful? It It is. It's a high level of anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's enough to kill you. 
bringing it back around. Bring mm. it back around. Right. Yeah, that's a <laughs> yep. I think you are going to be one of our um, subjects. I don't know. What are we calling these folks? Oh, people. People. <laughs> one of our people. We have so many people, but she's like the focus. Like, she is the human. Yeah, the, I don't know. The human the focus. Human focus. Okay. You're going to be the one who I think is most comfortable with death. Although, Roger. Your husband. Also very comfortable with death. No, he was not. He was like, she'd stop talking about it. You're going to bring it on. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, that part. But yes. He was like, like he's he not you, somebody why. else. <laughs> so. He doesn't ever want to talk about it. It's very yeah. traumatizing for him. Like, wow. I'm not that person. Right. Right. <laughs> awesome. Um, um, so, uh, so we, we're excited to show you just snippets from some of those interviews. Oh, don't be spent. It's amazing. Um, so we're going to show you snippets, but. I mean, we talked to each person for 40, 45 minutes. And so what we'll give you, do you have the little thing? We're not oh. going to give it to you today, but um, don't tell Roger. Don't tell Mr. Joy. Mm -hmm. But we have a little coffin for you. And what we'll put in there, there's a little skeleton USB. And we'll put all of the, we'll put all the interviews on there so that you can... Um, when you have time or you need to be lifted up, you can listen to everything that people said. It is so fun. To post yeah. this on social yes. media. But you will see some of the good stuff. Yeah, um, well, you guys really freaking rock. Talk about a new nice idea that is strangely heartwarming. I think, I, I, I mean, like my brain never shuts down. I mean, thinking about work, I'm thinking about religion, I'm thinking about the state of the world, I'm thinking about all of these things all the time my brain never shuts down yeah. it's hard it's tiring yeah. like i have to crush a lot of candy to shut things off well i'm at that age people our friends are dying people i went to college high school with are dying not college because everybody was younger than me. well i'm a really religious person and i read the scriptures a lot and I see all these things that are in the scriptures coming to fruition. And I think, well, and plus I almost died like two or three times. Really? Yeah. One time I was at the beach and this is one of those stories that I, I tell off. I even TikToked it. <laughs> I TikTok these things because I want people to think about these things. Like I was um, at the beach with my friend Santina and her husband and Ron and Christy and Justin was a baby, brand new baby. And we were down at North Carolina at Wrights, we were at Carolina Beach, not Wrightsville Beach. And it had, it was in September, storms had just passed. And um, I was the one that went out to swim. Tina doesn't like to swim. Ron doesn't like to swim. Tina just wanted to sit there and hold my baby. Her <laughs> husband was at the water's edge, walking back and forth and Chrissy was playing in the water. And I went out to swim a little bit and it was a gray day. The water was a little choppy. I should have known better. And the undertow started pulling me out. Like it felt like something had just grabbed both my ankles and I was shooting away from the beach like a bullet, like a torpedo. And the water was just going over my head and I was just gulping down all of this water. And all you could see was this dirty water. And every now and then I get a glimpse of the beach and dirty water and every now and I would see Kevin move in that direction and Christy having a good old time and Tina and Kevin having a, I mean, Kevin, I mean, Tina and my husband were having a conversation while she was loving on my baby. And I was just sucking down water. It was going in my nose. It was in my eyes. It was in my mouth. I couldn't breathe. And I was just struggling like crazy. And I was trying to get out of this current. And it felt like an eternity. I was just getting pulled out. And then all of a sudden, I thought, 
I'm never going to see my baby grow up. I'm never going to see my daughter get married and have children. My husband is going to be so sad. But okay, God, if that's what is supposed to happen, it is what it is. So I just stopped struggling. And I'll never forget what it felt like to be full, like not be able to breathe. Like there was no air, none. And I just stopped. And I was okay with it. And it wasn't painful. And I was like, I guess this is it. And then this really big wave just pushed me so hard (laughs) and so far. And I hit the bottom so hard that it scraped my knees all up, right? And I didn't even freaking care because I could stand up. And when I stood up, my head was above water. And I remember coughing and spitting all of this water out and slopping, just working. And I felt like my body was full of sludge and I was just trying to get to the... (laughs) And nobody even knew I was in distress. Like, you didn't even know. I was dead and y'all were having a good time. And nobody even knew. I was like... That was my first reaction. I was pissed off. And then I was like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. I don't know what you need me to keep doing here, but I'll figure it out. I promise. And yeah, that was my first time that I almost died. I don't, we we don't even have time to go in the other rooms, but it's always something stupid that I've done. I wasn't even prepared. Like it just happened all of a sudden. (laughs) Girl, I tell my husband that all the time. I'm like, babe, you need to treat me as if I might not be here tomorrow. That's how you need to treat me because that's how I treat you. When he does something that pisses me off, I think, well, if he were dead tomorrow, I'd wish that he could be here to piss me off like that. So I need to just accept what it is and work through it and not just go ham. You know what I mean? And it makes it he didn't realize how much easier I have made his life by thinking this way because I could be so petty, but I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, I feel like I'm just getting to that prime level. Like I'm just getting there. Like I just wasted so many years not developing my talent. You know, there was a period of probably about I was I was creative all the way up to high school and computers came out and boy did I love them so much that I I would skip lunch and go play with computers because mm-hmm. I loved them so much. And then I graduated from high school with Christy and I went straight to work, 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 bad marriage, work, 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 good marriage, and children and work and that's it. And then I went back to college and that's when I started my period of creativity again. I don't ever think that I have forever. So like when I opened this shop, it was never a thing for me to say, well, what if you fail? What if you don't? And I'm like, well, what if I do? People ask me that. Well, what if I do fail? Then what? I'll be out some money and I'll go back to work and make more money and do something else stupid, you know? (laughs) And so for me, it's like, it's better to say, I'm so glad I did that, even if the results weren't what I thought they were going to be. Rather than, dang, I wish I had But it's not about, I mean, I do want to make money. But it's not so that I could be this rich person sitting on the hill looking down at everybody else. Because I am not that person. I will always be frugal. I will all except for when it comes to art supplies and shoes. 
and fabric. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I feel like my sphere needs to grow so that I can help people that are like me to feel normal. It's okay to be a misfit because that's what I feel like I am. Uh, I've always been this way. I was a total misfit when I was in high school. I have a lot of people that I would like to reach before I leave this earth. Like, I feel like I have a sphere of influence that reaches around the world, but not as big as I would like for it to be. And I feel like there are a lot of, a lot more people out here whose sphere of influence is very large that doesn't deserve it. They don't deserve it. And because they, uh, put out stupid things, stupid, useless things, things that are, because like while most people are planning for retirement, I'm planning for eternity. And that's a long time. It's a long time. And there are a lot of people out here that don't believe that there's anything after this life. And I'm sad about that. But I need, um, I feel like I need to spread this knowledge in a way that doesn't sound like Jim Jones. <laughs> I'm not crazy, I swear. I don't I don't have any Kool-Aid to drink. I'm not trying to take you out before you're supposed to go. I feel like that we need to spread these these things. And for me, being a Latter-day Saint, we already have a reputation. And I need people to know that we're not crazy. I only have one husband, even though I really would like to have some more wives. So that they can do all the housework. <laughs> I'm only really to share the housework. You can't sleep with my husband. But it's like, I'm normal. I cuss. But it's like, I need you to know I'm normal. But you need to be thinking about these things and you need to stop smoking pot. Where about yourself? And me and Christy, we, we still say that all the time. Where about yourself? Where about yourself? Because if people would worry more about themselves and stay, out of, and stay in their lane and out of my lane, then it would be a better place. Now I'm not saying you aren't your brother's keeper, because we are, and our sisters too, but we really need to be worried about what we doing first before judging with everybody. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's good. I said all that stuff, huh? You did say all that stuff, and we enjoyed it. That's I'm cracking myself. <laughs> You're cracking us up. I think that's one of the, um, one of the, you know, this has been, as you've seen today, like kind of exhausting to do all of this, but when we talk to people, it, it's so uplift. Like it's, it just buoys us no matter how tired we are. Okay. So we're meta. So we're reflection on the reflection. <laughs> Anything there that surprised you? That or, you said? That, yeah. Cause we, I was worried. We talked to Christy before we talked to you. And I said, is she going to, how's she going to feel about, right? Yeah. Because we, um, we wanted, we were worried like how it's going to catch you to have to write your own. She was like, she will want to have total control of that process. Like she would love to write her own obituary yeah. if she knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so one of the things that we, you know, said about you is that you're, you are, have been preparing for what comes next. So thinking about death is not something that's troubling to you. And I, and it's not because I don't believe that that's it. Mm -hmm. I believe that there's life after this life. And if you look at it that way, then what are you worried about? Because the next life has got to be better than this one. <laughs> Um, there was a, a portion that I that I didn't get to clip in about how you just you really just you're you're ready like and you're you worried that other people will be sad. But for the most part, yeah, like you won't feel as crappy as physically as you <laughs> yeah. do yeah. 
Or mentally even. Because right. once you go to the other side, I feel like you'll know of a surety that those things that you believe are true right. or not. Right. And so, I mean, I feel like you are relieved of all of the worry and the stress and all that kind of stuff once you make it to the other side. Like I said, I don't know if I described it this way, but it's like a, a line of infinite points. And this is just one little point on that timeline. And the rest of them, it just depends on what you do here. Mm-hmm. All right. That's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you did talk a little bit in that uh, conversation about holding a place, holding a place in line for um, Christy and all the other folks who, who you're waiting for. <laughs> I'm not even really worried about everybody else. It's Christy. I'll be like, yeah, what took you so long? So this is just kind of a collection of funny stuff that people say because we had so much fun talking to everybody. So this one's kind of a random compilation. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait to say. Tarsha is tenacious. Uh, She's strong, um, is firm in her beliefs, and is not afraid to to share those with other people so that she's very courageous and she doesn't care (laughs) what other people might think. Um, our feel, and then that's not saying that that's a bad thing. She's completely in, she's completely honest and open. It's not, I want to hurt you. It's not coming from, I want to put you down. It's, let me tell you something. <laughs> she's a very funny person. She's, she's, she and, well, she and I together are hilarious, but my mom is very funny. Um, so, but I know that if I were at her funeral to, you know, talk about her, it would be our running joke. Like, I'm going to be haunting you <laughs> this whole time. So don't worry about me. We'll be okay. I'll be waiting for you kind of vibe. So, it, you know, I, w- I definitely right now would be sad if my mom wasn't here. But I know that we've had a lot of good memories and, and we will continue to do that even after this life. No, um, we never really thought about, you know having a big wedding or anything she's not that kind of a person that has to have the you know the uh the long white gown and you know the big old church wedding and you know thousands of people around and all this big old wedding that's not her she's you know she's just as simple and plain and you know and that's what i love about her you know because i'm a cheap man and uh (laughs) What about the, fla- the flavor? Like, so you would say she would be banana. Your your little so ones. My, my child said that. <laughs> my child well, said you- banana. But if 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 I had to choose, I would say she is very much like um, butter pecan, being that it's like a a very smooth flavor, but then it has like that that little bit of crunch. Like mm-hmm. you get those little bits here and there. Um, she, my, like, if I take my mom around anybody, everybody's going to say she's cool. Now, if you're around her a whole lot <laughs> and then you start to chew on those bits, then you get to see some of those little pieces here and there because she's, she's not afraid to say how she feels when she feels it. And is and if it has anything to do with her, she's, she's going to say, you know, what she needs to say. Um, but overall, she's a very smooth vibe and i'd invite her to the party to the to the cookout because she want me to pay for it <laughs> you can talk a little bit about her wedding plans and how much uh how much you might be paying for right. um yeah so she she said you were old people ice cream 
She did. She did. But that's old people. She thought it was smooth. I was surprised. That's his favorite. He's (laughs) open. When I saw that she had a job opening, I did, you know, like I stalked her a little bit online and I just could tell that she was somebody who had a lot of grit and life experience um, that also cared about people and was creative. And so I was very excited about the opportunity to learn from somebody like that. And, you know, she just takes some of the, somebody, someone will come to the shop and, and mention something that she never heard of before, but she'll say, okay, I'll, I'll try it. Let me try it. I've never heard of that before. And she'll research it and then she'll figure out how to do it. And then once she does it, she'll end up putting her own twist on it, you know? And, and the same was with, um, buttermilk pie i had never heard of that before until a customer came in and asked for it and you know they was from roanoke at the time and it was like nobody in roanoke knows how to make it when she was like well i never heard of it but she was like okay well i'll research it and she did and now is one of the uh on the menu type things <laughs> she she's constantly wants to bring different things there that's one reason why she didn't want to call it a bakery she wanted to call it a treat shop because i feel like she's experienced so many things and gotten herself involved with oh i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try that um i think most of us are too afraid to try half the things that she has done in her life um and she just takes the ball and goes with it i thought about this ahead of time um just thinking about what I've learned from her, and I've learned a whole bunch. I've learned a whole bunch. So my mom is very, very creative, very creative, and always has been ever since I can remember. Um, whether it be um, one of one of the things she used to do was scrapbooking. Um, she she did a lot of quilting, and she still touches on that every now and then. Very artistic. She wasn't she wasn't the Mrs. Joy that she is today. Back then, I um. I don't even know if she couldn't even bake cookies at the time. You know, it was, <laughs> she just, it was one of those things that, she, you know, uh, um, with, with, she, she's such a person that is so talented that she can just, you know, uh, Google something and immediately just get it like that. You know, whereas in my case, I got to sit down and I got to study for hours and hours and hours and, you know, um, exercise something over and over and over again, you know, um, in order for me to get it. You know, I got to screw up several times. Whereas she can just, you know, right off the bat, like, bam. She, she started out as a programmer, computer programmer. And, and, you know, she was doing that and she loved that at, in the beginning. But it was it was so boring to her after a while. It was like she she's such a, a creative type person that, you know, she would go crazy sitting in a cubicle all day. <laughs> she likes to paint and, and she likes to scrapbook. Uh, a lot of the things that she don't have no more time to do and, and quilt. You know? And her ability to go online and learn how to do everything that she has done in the last 10 years uh, it just blows my mind. That just tells me how intelligent of a woman that she is. 
and her ability to do that. Like, it took me a while to grow into the fact that I fre- I'm freaking awesome. Obvious. Yes, you are. What if more people realized that and carried themselves that way, the world would be such a much better place. Because they are. Agreed. Yep. Christy doesn't understand her awesomeness yet. Mm. Uh-oh. Maybe we're going to have to do Christy have next have because yeah. she needs to know her awesomeness. She does. Yeah. <laughs> you are who you are meant to be. Right. Yeah. You should exploit that. Yeah. And you should be super proud of who you are now. And I think that's one of the things I love about you is that you do know that. And everybody has said she knows that she is the shit. Comfortable that they say it. Mm -hmm. But for me to say it like the I'm I'm gonna say this and you might have to cut this part out. There's a professor here and I'm gonna say her name because I don't care Mm -hmm. if she hears that I say this. I already know who it is. Me too. Me too. One day I was in there signing my name to one of my pieces of art. And yes, it was art. Thank you very much. And she's like, what are you signing it for? You're not an artist. I said, I beg you. Pardon? I don't need your permission to call myself an artist. Oh, my God. I don't need your permission. All I knew is I tried not to take her classes as much yeah. as I possibly could because that woman irked my soul. That is so mean. It is so yeah, mean. I saw students over there just erasing their names from their works. Oh, my God. I take my name off. It's mine. Put it in Sharpie. I did it. That's right. She lucky I didn't take my shoe off and stab it in some paint. Put that on there. She I loved it. That we have, I call those people workers of iniquity. Those are the people that want to bring you down, mm-hmm. to suppress your greatness. Right. And there are those types of people around us at all times. Because they're not fully aware of their greatness. Yeah. They want to dull yours and not allow you to shine. Mm-hmm. Baby, my light is way too bright not to shine. (laughs) So at this point in my life, I do get upset about things. Sometimes people say things that are hurtful. And I still feel every now and then that high school kid will come out of me. And Mm -hmm. I'll feel that hurt. But it's only for about five minutes. And then I'm good. Because I cannot allow them to steal my joy. Nope. It's your name. (laughs) You cannot (laughs) steal it. They can't touch it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I, I have seen you, and we've talked about this before, but I have seen you reply to people on Facebook who are rude in such, like, a direct but honest way yeah. that there is nothing they can say, right? Like, I'm not going to argue with stupidity, but sometimes mm-hmm. people need to understand you just can't say any old thing to anybody, and we're just supposed to accept it. Mm-hmm. Long past the days of the customers are always right. Yep, absolutely. I'm, I'm so past that. Yep. And, and I'm past ugliness and unkind people it's like don't come for me don't come for me because i'm waiting and i will politely but very sternly (laughs) kick your ass (laughs) now this lady something that i i really thought about beforehand was how my mom is very she's she's a nice person like i'm sure you guys seen the nice side of her and i'm sure there's some people that have seen the not so nice side of her but Ultimately, as long as you treat her with respect and um, recognize her talent and all her strengths, she will give that same respect back. And she definitely, I can see there's times where she wants to help somebody. And and I'm like, Mom, that's too much. Just chill out. Like, that's, that's enough. You've done enough nice stuff this week. Let's move on. Um, I really appreciate when she just encourages people to you know, go off and, and do our best. Um, I am happy to spend time with her because again, like I said, she's very honest and we could just keep it real. I mean, I don't really need to 
put up a front or anything. Not that I do anyways, but you know, she's just someone that'll kind of give it to you straight if you need it. And I just really love people like that. Um, I've known her for 20 years. Um, as a growing up as a military brat, and this is something my husband and I kind of talked about, we've been married now for 30 years. But to have a friend for 20 years is just as good as having been married for 30 years. Uh, because I can't, you know, I wouldn't have been able to say that before, you know, because I bounced around too many times. Um, I may kind of know where two of my friends are from childhood, and that's it. And I, I don't even remember any of my friends ex from, except for one from high school, you know. So, uh, so she means a lot. So she means a lot to me. She is more not just a, my best friend. She is my extended family here in town. It has helped us grow together. And when I was younger, my mom and I were like best friends. We didn't need anybody outside because it was just us. And then, you know, my brother and sister came, but we were still best friends. And then I got to uh, an age where I'm like, I just need to figure things out on my own. And that's when we really started butt heads. And it's been a minute where we could say that we were like true best friends. Like it was a moment where it's like, I have to be your mom right now. And I appreciated that because it could have gone way worse. But now we're, I feel like we're back at a place where I can say she is my best friend truly without having to hear her be mom all day, every day. You know, you know, you just don't think that you could find a friend that you can talk about all of those things. Um, it, it's difficult to talk about with your spouse, but to be able to have a friend a best friend, as she calls me, my bestie, mm -hmm. to be able to be real about our lives, about our children, um, about, you know, the things that um, are difficult. Um, but what I like, too, is that, you know, oh, you know, we can get through this. It's okay. You know, kind of always looking at moving forward all the time. One thing that our, uh, Tarsha and I love to do uh, together is to go to museums together. Um, she creates art. I enjoy the art. <laughs> um, and before I had Alpha Gal, I enjoyed the gelato with her. So uh, going up to DC and going to the National Art Gallery and then eating the gelato at, you know, downstairs and in the cafe and having that, that time together. Um, when I, um, uh, was going through losing my job in June or July, it, uh, she, I was just having a hard day about it. Um, I said, well, this just happened. She dropped everything. It was towards the evening. She closed up the shop and she brought me some vegan cupcakes. Um, and then took me out to have ice cream down at outside the cone. I said, well, I can't have ice cream. And she says, oh no, they have vegan ice cream. And then she paid for my ice cream and we just sat in the car and I just kind of talked to her about how I've been feeling and how sad I was. And, um, and then she says, you know, you're, you just, you're a, a wonderful person. And she tells me how wonderful I am and wh what a good job that I've done. And, yep. um, and she is appreciating it. Mm -hmm. And so it was nice to be able to have a friend that you can, talk to or, and have listened to you. Um, and then we'll drop anything. Or, um, and if anything were to happen in my life, I know she's a phone call away or just, you know, 10 minutes away. And I, you know, that means a lot for me in my life to have somebody that has been there for 20 years, uh, stable and having that family, that extended family. Well,
I don't think about these You're things. You're so spe- the little moments that you, you know, might not remember the way you did for other people. It's because I'm getting old and my memory is getting short. <laughs> um, well, we heard yeah. a lot about your drives. Yes. And, and how much you talk about. Some I had to cut out. Cause <laughs> we were like, we can't put that on. The, yeah, we can't put that on. I don't think any husbands wanted it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, husbands. I deep dish you. The car to the temple is very much like a portable Vegas. It is. Like, <laughs> stays in the car. Right. That's so she did not get deal. that deep, but she did say like it was very it's very Vegas up in there when you guys go to the temple. It it is. And and it's just it's nice having a friend that you know you can share things with that you know is not gonna get repeated back on social media mm-hmm. when they get pissed off oh, at you. Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. I don't think Chris and I have ever been angry with each other. And she, she said you didn't like her when you first met. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, she said I didn't. You know why? And I have to you know, I've Examine myself over the years to figure out why didn't you like her? It's because we're so much freaking alike. I, that's what she said, too. Yeah, yep. she did. She said we're almost twins. <laughs> so much. Like, it's really hard to deal with someone that is so straightforward and so <laughs> right. to the point. Now I get it. You're like, so next up, you might not recognize these people. Um, you shouldn't be that scared. We're trying to, no, don't be. We, we're trying to um, shake it up a little bit. Yeah. My, I first heard Miss Joy um, when I first moved here from San Diego. And um, I first learned of her when my parents went over to her um, bakery. And they brought back the biggest cinnamon roll I had ever seen in my life. Like, Cinnabon doesn't even nearly compare to how decadent and luxurious these cinnamon rolls looked. Um, I mean, literally bigger than your head. Like, like the full size of a takeout, styrofoam takeout container. Just absolutely massive. Um, so as a chunky Latino, I was like, you know, where can I get some of that? Like, you know, like, what's it like? What do I gotta do? Like, I thought that I was gonna go. Like, she makes me super happy because she, well, just has a happy, uh, attitude. And then second, she gives me free cotton candy, which is really cool. And it's a lot of fun. Sugar. Well, happy. Because that's what I said before, but I'm also very special just in general. Mostly cotton candy. I don't like many other things, but sometimes she does have chocolate chip cookies that are great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot to say because she's so amazing and stuff. So um, she's very sweet, very sweet person, very kind. I can't <laughs> summarize her into one sentence only. Um, and, you know, the reason why this, you know, it's, well, it might just sound like it's selling a cinnamon roll. It's so much more than that because um, I'm a transplant from the West Coast, particularly San Diego. And um, in the part of Virginia that we live in, um, you know, there's always like this back and forth, like, oh, like stupid Californians. Like, why don't you just like secede from the country and have your own government? Because one of the, re- like, one of the contributing factors to why I decided to move um, to the East Coast was that, you know, we always hear about this notion of Southern comfort. And I was thinking, oh, like, you know, like, this this concept is something fun for it. Like, it, you know, like, it'll, like, I will be accepted by everyone, and everyone will treat me in the same way that I've been treated over here in SoCal for my entire life. Um, that wasn't the case, and it was a lot more difficult of a transition that I had initially thought. Um, to me, Southern comfort doesn't come from just the average neighbor. Um, Southern comfort is community leaders. It's educators, um, it's pastors, it's um, social services, it's um, 
the fire department, emergency medical services, um, people who are really listening to the community out in the on the front lines every single day, um, teaching our children, educating our children, helping the community, giving resources back to the community when they have enough to give back. Um, and Miss Joy um, is Miss Joy is definitely she she fits the bill on all of those. She. She's incredibly educated. She's incredibly smart. She's she's so charismatic. She's so kind. She's so giving. And um, it was a cinnamon roll, but the fact that she decided to listen, take action, make sure that everyone got what they wanted in the time that they had um, to go and get it, um, you know, made sure that just everyone was happy and that she listened to her community and gave back what she had the means to give back. I mean, that to me just is like we should exemplify, we should all exemplify Miss Joy and strive to be more like her. Be listening, like be as giving as we are taking and listening as much as we are talking. Um, you know, that, that small interaction, you, that's just something that you can count on every time you go there. Like, like she'll tell her, she'll tell you about how she feels, but then she'll also ask you, how are you feeling? You know, like, like, what would help in the mood today? Like, what can I get for you? Like, is there anything you need? Like, do you want a glass of milk? Like, do you want me to warm up the cookie? Like, what can I do for you? You know, like, it's not just a transaction with Miss Joy. It's, it's comfort. It's that southern comfort. It's, it's listening to you. It's getting to know you. It's getting to know who you are in the community, why you're a part of the community. And she's also thankful that you're there too. Not just for the business, but thankful for you as a person. The fact that you show up and decide to support small local businesses. Um, I mean, I, I've met some really great people in my time here, and I'm not trying to say that, you know, this is a bad place. I've met some amazing people, such as the people that I'm sitting in the room with right now. But, but Miss Joy, like just who she is, how giving she is. I mean, I, I struggle to, to know. And find a better person than Miss Joy. I mean, she's just everything about her is is just so amazing. She really is a pillar of our community. You didn't take this with me on the road. She has a very funny personality, which are the chips, and then the rest of the um, ice cream is uh, kind and happy. The um, ice cream is the kind and happy, and then the chips are how funny she is. Oh yeah, it's extra chocolate chips. Like extra, extra chocolate chip, mint, mint, mint chocolate chip with extra chocolate chip. <laughs> you're very spectacular and you're very cool. You know, whenever you're having like a bad day, it's a rainy day. You know, the the quickest picker upper, other than drugs and alcohol, is you know Miss Joy's confectionery. Um, and the cinnamon rolls, especially um, when they're fresh out of the oven, they're warm, they're gooey. You get a glass of milk, you leave with a full belly, like. What, what more could you ask for? Um, the, recently, um, you know, having um, a little bit of a rough time, um, not with other circumstances, and I was thinking, I was like, I know Miss Shoy that they write about with him because um, they share them for Valentine's, and I know that she has like a routine, like she'll make cinnamon rolls on this day, she'll make cupcakes on this day, um, and so I called her one day, and I was like, well, I was like, when are you going to bring back the red velvet cinnamon rolls? And without even missing a beat, she was like, well, when do you want them? And I was just, I mean, I knew when I wanted them, but I didn't want to like sound like a badass. So like, 
Life that, yeah, you know, I am on a diet, so kind of crunch that calorie and crunch the numbers. So I was like, um, how about next Friday? And she's like, right, you got it next Friday. I've got the cinnamon rolls, can get them. And I was like, wow, perfect. I mean, the, the phone call kind of lasted more than a um, You know, it was it was just so exciting to she listens to her community and and gives us the best of what she can give. And um, I knew they were going to sell, sell out because they sell out the cinnamon rolls every single time she makes them. They sell out before the store is even closed. Um, so I called that on the Friday that they were going to be ready. And I asked her, like, it's like, do you have any more cinnamon rolls left? And like, yeah, we have one left. And I was like, please put my name on them. Like, I'm leaving as soon as they hang up on this phone call. I will be there. Um, please, please have one ready for me. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're putting your name on it right now. Like, just come whenever you're ready. We got same for you. Um, go over there, pick it up, come back, heat up in the microwave. It's it's better than words can even describe. I love this guy. Yeah, I need to find him and hug him real tight. (laughs) He is such a good hugger. (laughs) So let me introduce. So one of the questions that we ask people that people really like to respond to was, "What gift would they give you if they could give you any gift?" Um, I don't. Conveniently, your husband was like, "She don't really like gifts." I don't like gifts from him. <laughs> we don't usually buy her physical things because she'll be like, I don't like it and or try to return it or you need to do better next time. Um, um, but yes, but we can always please with a trip because, you know, we 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 really do cherish our our time together and the memories that we make and the people that we get to meet in the in the process. So if I were to give her a gift, it would definitely be a trip and maybe a purse to go with it just just to cover my behind, you know, or or nice lipstick. We can never go wrong with lipstick. So I never get it wrong when it comes to lipstick. not think that she does take enough time for herself. And uh, when my, mo- my mother-in-law was alive, she paid uh, for me uh, to have a day at the spa for a couple over at Acorn Hill. Mm-hmm. My husband didn't want to go. So guess who went with me? <laughs> Tarsha. And this is years ago, and we still talk about it. So if I could do something like that with her again, I would love to do that. We got our nails done. We got our feet done. We that hot stone massage was a bit much. So it was just one of those, just spending time with yourself and helping yourself. And I would want to give her money so that she can if I were had a, a lot of money to give so that she can make sure she can get her knees looked at. Oh, She's man. in so much pain and I just, I feel so bad that she goes to work and she works. Okay. I was there working and I wasn't there every day. Um, I was there for about eight hours, but I didn't have to stand up all the time and and I didn't have to bake. I was at the front, and I could sit down and rock a little bit. She doesn't have that luxury. When she's there, she's probably up and about eight hours a day, and she's been having a lot of pain in her knees. Um, and 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 it just uh, I just feel really bad. And I wish that I could give her enough money so that she can fix that for her. Um, I don't. I think it it wouldn't even matter where we went. It was. It would just have to be to where she felt comfortable enough to to leave everything behind and not worry. She's so pretty. And so I, I 
I think that a place would be somewhere where she just, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but I don't know. I don't know where I would take just away from everything, everything. Cause it's like, we did just go on this amazing trip. And, and I think that was one of the best trips ever, <laughs> not just for me, but, but, um, it, that, that trip for us was what I wanted, like to be able to, for her to get away and not stress. And then to, to show her, um, that I'm actually getting things right <laughs> now. I'm not screwing up so much anymore. Um, but I would love to be able to take her on a trip like that again. I really do. I think she just is, is really worried about everything else. And she really just, she needs a break. She really does. I wish, I wish I could do that for her. Or I could just die. <laughs> well, oh dear, please yeah. don't. Come on, not here at least. Like This is our first month of episodes. Please don't go. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time. <laughs> Uh-huh. sounds right. But yeah. you did look so relaxed in all those photos from. <laughs> and what? Until the last night and there was a lizard in our room and I was ready to go. Okay. So the next thing, and this is, you said you wish that people, other people didn't say it about you because it would make you seem cocky or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, this next session is what they wish you knew about yourself. Does she know that she's so great? Like at all? I'm I'm scared to say that my mom knows she's the ish, <laughs> but she she awesome. knows it in a humble way. Right. Um, and sometimes she needs to get checked, and I'm there for it. That's what I'm here for, like to just keep her in line. Like, hey, your head's looking a little big today. Let's bring that down. I guess maybe not so much of knowing I she is the ish, right? Mm-hmm. It's more so of she knows her worth and her value. And she doesn't let anybody walk over that in any kind of way. Her resilience, her resilience, you know, she's one of those people that she can bounce back just like that. You know, take a, she take a, take a loss, take a L and just bounce right back. And I love that about her. You know, um, sometimes I have to, you know, uh, coast her a while, but, you know, but she, she's, she's resilient like that. She's just a. Right. She's a great counsel. She gives great counsel. You know, um, I pre I appreciate it sometimes. Sometimes you know, and uh, you know, uh um that's just being me being a, a pig headed, stubborn husband, you know, that don't want to hear from his wife sometimes. But then once I think about it, you know what, she is right about that. You know, uh, yeah, I, I should do this. You know, I, I need to do that. You know, so I'm so happy that I have her as as a as a um, uh, sounding board. I guess would be what I'm trying to say. You know, um, someone who tells you what you need to hear, but don't tell you what you want to hear. And, you know, I love that about her. I think that she makes a big effort in her shop to to clean um, and. And to have a brick and mortar, and that it, that's the place for creating all those wonderful treats for the community that she has. And um, and I think another thing, it's a, it's a positive. Okay, she's female, she's black, she owns her own business, she is a business owner. That all of those positive qualities, she is a pillar of the community. And I don't think, I think that she kind of knows it, that she 
can have a positive impact, but she also is like, I don't know if they want to hear that. And I think she needs to just say it. Yeah, that, that that's kind of a tough one because I mean, she she knows that she has an impact on the people that come in in contact with her. And, and but also being humble in that aspect, knowing that those people have an impact on her as well. Um, so it would, I mean, that's everybody, everybody knows that. And that, and the, and part of that is because she keeps it real with everybody. So it's not anything that you're missing or that the world is missing. Um, but I think one thing that she may not realize as much as I do is how, ta- how talented she is. She knows she's talented, but I don't think she realizes how talented she is because she's so stuck in a bubble of trying to work hard all day, every day. She doesn't see the world. She doesn't see how her talent matches up to everyone else around her. So that's, that's one thing. Like she, she knows that she's good, but I don't think she knows how good she is. I think that's why we don't tell her. That's why we don't tell her because then she would be dangerous. But when I was really thinking about Tarsha, Tarsha is truly a phoenix that rises out of those ashes with anything um, and makes herself look glorious in doing so with her kindness and her love um, for anybody. Even though she'll tell you what how it is, I think it's coming from a place of love. Like, like, look, I've been there. I know how difficult things are. You know, I want to help, or I'm listening. I'm listening. Stop is the perfect place for her to be able to share not only her faith, but her experiences and listen to people. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more than, you know, when you go to your hairdresser, you know, you kind of talk stuff, you know, um, to your hairdresser. Tarsha gives not just, you know, uh, well, let me listen, but hey, this is what, you know, maybe you want to try this, Um, you know, kind of like a little mini counseling session. So there's only one more. Sweet. Yeah, that's sweet. Right. These are just some. This is uncomfortable. Is, I bet it is to have all the attention on you yeah, and listen to people say nice things. When people compliment you, though, you take compliments, right? It's very uncomfortable. Okay. okay. It's like you compliment me, but it's like it's not anything I've done. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not of my own volition. It's something that Heavenly Father blessed me with. So I really don't feel like I should be taking credit for anything. You can give them but you can, you can be happy. You can be happy that these That's things are That's just like true. if somebody says, oh, girl, your dress is so cute. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to say? Thank you. I ain't make it. <laughs> I just got it on. You had the taste to buy it. But. And I and I think a lot of that has to do with her upbringing. So speak, speaking of her upbringing, like one one thing that I do know is that my mom has strived very hard to give all of her children a good life because she didn't have that. And how she turned out as a mother, I like she deserves an award, being that she didn't have that example growing up. Um, and just how much she's given us and she still does. She still does. <laughs> she still does. I mean, as a as a parent, I think that maybe all of our goals as parents is to, you know, give our children better than what we had. But as a parent that had nothing, I mean, you can always just do a little bit here and there and you've already done better than the person before. But to go above and beyond, it, um, she's got to be patting herself on the back at some point. She, she's she got to do it. And if she doesn't, I'll do it for her because she deserves it. 
And we we got to do a lot of things as children. Like, I remember feeling like my friends were missing out because they didn't have a mom that did those things with them. And we used to go places, go to the beach, go to amusement parks. And she really included a lot of my cousins um, just because she wanted them to have those experiences as well. Uh, she was a tough mom when it, when it was time, but she, she has her soft side when it's necessary. Um, she's very, very caring. No, and I don't think Tarsha ever looks at people in that way as an enemy. She just looks at it. This is, I think she comes through as this is my faith and my belief and how I should treat other people. Um, and that's what she does. Um, and I think a lot of people appreciate that. Um, I think a lot of people are probably, you know, coming back and, you know, she was right. She was yeah. right. And then we'll move forward. And that's what, that is the example that Tarsha is. Somebody who has been through a lot of stuff, but she continues to move forward. And she's not afraid to tell you that. And I think that's a good example for everybody. I think it is just uh, the way she just loves me unconditionally. You know, even when I'm being a jerk and, and getting on her nerves and everything and and all of that, she will still, you know, uh, rub my feet if I need it. Because I, I have plantar fasciitis pretty bad. My feet hurt a lot. But, you know, you know, she would get mad and, and slam doors and curse me out and all that stuff. But, you know, she would still come and rub my feet and cook my dinner for me or or whatever I need. You know, she might do it angrily. She might be mad. <laughs> but she... <laughs> so it's just her unconditional love for me. I think that is the uh, more, the most special thing uh, um, that I find. One of the big, that always gives me a chuckle, uh, because we are from the same faith. We go to the temple, which is uh, a higher way of um worshiping. Um, when we go inside, we change out of our street clothing mm -hmm. and we wear white. Yes. Everybody wears white. And she and I have the same commercial dress. And I just say, I'm so glad you and I are twins <laughs> here in the temple together. It just, to me, just, it just reminds me um, of our, one of our beliefs that we're all children of God mm -hmm. and we all come from the same place. And here we are in the temple together and worshiping together. And we're, we're the same. One thing that um, I did want to share that I was thinking about beforehand, and, and I hope that I don't start crying, but <laughs> it's, it was, it was about tears. And I've, I've seen my mom with happy tears. I've seen her with some angry ones. I've seen her with some frust frustrational tears. Um, but what I haven't seen is tears of sadness. I haven't seen that outside of some, you know, chick flick where you're crying. Um, and that's that's one thing that um, I hope that we can reach a point where she feels um, safe enough to have those tears as well. Because I know she's been through a whole lot. She's been through so much even before, you know, I came along. And I don't think she's ever had time to sit and have those tears to, you know, release. So, um, I just, I, I, I truly hope that she gets to a point where she can take a break 
and sit and just, you know, release because she's going, going, going and trying to make sure everybody's good and trying to make sure her business is not failing and making sure her family's taken care of. Mm-hmm. You watch some still magnolia. <laughs> so how did that feel it was pretty great i love you know who i wanted to hear the most it was so nice to hear what chris had to say because you know <laughs> she really is my best friend and it it matters that she considers these things mm-hmm. you know because you think when i walk away i decide out of mind mm-hmm. And to know that she remembers these things that I remember. Because I find sometimes you have these relationships and they're way more important to you mm-hmm. than they are to anybody else in the relationship. Right. Yeah. And to know that those feelings are reciprocated, it's really nice to know. Yeah. Yeah. But to hear my husband say these things, like, you actually are paying attention. You actually are listening to me. You actually care about these things. You, right. You're not just watching football and not paying attention to any of the things oh, that I've said. I cannot wait for you yeah. to hear the rest of the gorgeous, like, things that he said. It's, it was very sweet. He told us about how you met and all of that. Oh, but, like, the our spouses, I think, are, I mean, at least for me, it's like, if you don't get in the habit of saying that kind of stuff every day, it's too weird to start saying it later. Do you know what I mean? Like, and to just be completely open and vulnerable when you already have... I mean, all spouses have these like ongoing like scabs that you pick out, these ongoing fights, these things that bug you about each other. So I, it's so easy to focus on those and not say these things on a day to day basis. So. Well, he's just not that kind of person. Yeah. I'm well, not either. I'm not either. I am. I'm because <laughs> yeah. I want him to know what it feels like to be loved fully. Yeah. I want him to know that. And I already know because mm-hmm. he does it. He just doesn't say it. Right. He just yeah. shows, shows it. it. Well, it seems like he's getting it. He's getting yeah. the message. I ain't gonna never well, have one of those <laughs> romance movie oh. romances. I, and, no one does. I think that a lot of people feel like they're not being loved fully if they don't have that what they see in the movies. That mm-hmm. stuff is made up and fake. Oh yeah, yeah. that's some fake love. Mm-hmm. You want to show me how much you love me? Fold some laundry and put it away. <laughs> that's right, without being asked. That would be lovely. And he does yeah. that. He took over laundry when I went back to school, mm-hmm. and he's been doing it ever since. Nice. That is the sexiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> As you've heard, uh, you can tell that Miss Joy, Tarsha Joyner, is beloved by her family um, and strangers alike. Yep. Um, one of those strangers being my daughter, as you notice, she gets a little excited about uh, Miss Joy. There's, there's a lot of backstory, <laughs> but she does love sugar and Miss Joy. And she's also glad I'm alive, which helps. Uh, and Tiger really was, I think, the a big surprise to her because she had... Didn't like, didn't really know him, know him, yeah. and now she just wants to hug him and squeeze him because he's um, pretty much one of the best humans. Uh, so we hope you've enjoyed hearing about Mrs. Joy. We hope you go down to her shop and get banana pudding among all the other glorious treats that she makes. And I hope when you're there, you get the chance to really feel that Southern comfort that Tiger was talking about. As you've heard, uh, you can tell that Miss Joy, Tarsha Joyner, is beloved by her family um, and strangers alike. Yep. Um, one of those strangers being my daughter, as you notice, she gets a little excited about uh, Miss Joy. There's, there's a lot of backstory. <laughs> but she does love sugar and Miss Joy. And she's also glad I'm alive, which helps. Uh, and Tiger really was, I think, the a big surprise to her because she had 
didn't like didn't really know him know him yeah. and now she just wants to hug him and squeeze him because he's um, pretty much one of the best humans uh so we hope you've enjoyed hearing about mrs joy we hope you go down to her shop and get banana pudding among all the other glorious treats that she makes and i hope when you're there you get the chance to really feel that southern comfort that tiger was talking about all right folks the funeral's over we know you've never been so sad to see a funeral end. But the good news is now you get to just go live your life and not just any life, but your best life. You get to determine what barriers are stopping you from doing what you've dreamed of. You get to decide who actually deserves your time and energy and who deserves to see the authentic you. Who do you want to be making memories with? We hope you'll keep that in mind. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>